Blog Talk Radio.
know, he's my one and only sports partner over there, and y'all know he can give it. He gives it. So, Taz, other than that, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. What's happening? What's, what's cracking? What's, what's going on in the biz, man? It's been busy. It's been busy. You know, I've been working all day. It never stops. I've been working since, like, 7 a.m., guys. Wow. It's going to be an even longer wow. night. It's been a long day. I see wow. no light at the yeah, end of the tunnel just yet. But let's okay. open up our right. show. Okay. Talk to us, you know, do what you do best. I know there was some, some, some boxing going on this weekend. Uh, I've been hearing a little bit about it, but come uh, uh, on, get please. I mean, well, I mean, by now, everybody knows that uh, Floyd Mayweather fought uh, one of the Paul brothers this weekend. The the mm-hmm. the the Paul brothers that lost to, I can't tell them apart, but I, I get them mixed up. But the brother that lost to KSI, uh, I think a year or two ago, he was the one who mm-hmm. fought Mayweather. He was larger. I mean, um. Of course, Mayweather, you know, in my world, he dominated him because he's a boxer. Uh, mm-hmm. um, they both made money. I mean, it was a money grab. Um, the funny thing was Badu Jack was on that card. Uh, he he did win. But uh, from what I understand, I heard today that Jared Hurd was on that card, and he lost. He mm-hmm. lost to... A guy named Luke Alvarez, Al- 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 a guy mm-hmm. he should not have lost to, let's be clear. Even though the dude was 19 and 2, he should not have lost to this dude. So, mm-hmm. oh, excuse me. I was a little surprised by that. But um, the the it was it was interesting. Uh, Chad Ochocinco also boxed and lost. Uh, he got knocked down, but he got back up. Um. Mm-hmm. It was overall. It was just a. Uh, it was it was a money grab. The easiest. That's the easiest way to put it. Floyd made money. Mm-hmm. The Paul brother made money. Chad made money. I guess everybody who was on the car made money. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad, I have a question. You know, um, a okay. lot of people before the fight with, uh, you know, money, money. Floyd Mayweather, literally, Mr. Money, a lot of people were saying they were not tuning in because of the fact that, quote, money grab. But what do you think this is doing to the art of of, of the, the fight? You know, now you had Chad in it, YouTubers in it, yeah. just money yeah. for the grab. What yeah. What is it doing to the state of boxing and MMA? What is it doing to that art? Because it's just, I feel it's cheapening it. What's your take on that? I mean, I mean, it's not really, it's not MMA. I mean, again, they're not boxers boxing. This is more of a, it's entertaining, depending mm-hmm. on anybody who is a diehard boxer fan like myself. Then we see, I don't see any entertainment in this because it's not competitive. Mm-hmm. It's too amateur. Mm-hmm. I might as well go down to the local gym and watch a better fight than what they're, what right. they're putting out. But, um, again, the world revolves around social media and the Paul brothers and KSI and all these other cats, they have a following. And people tune in for the entertainment part of it. And then Trilla, 
now being in the business of the the non boxing promoting thing they they're uh-huh. more entertainment, so you'll have you know like the last trailer car where they had Snoop Dogg and E40 and Too Short and Ice Cube and all these other cats do many concerts in between fights. I mean, for me, I, I guess I'm just like, I guess I'm old school. So if it's boxing, I want to see boxing. If it's MMA, I want to see MMA. This, this, this trend, the line thing, I mean, I don't like it, but I'm a die hard, so uh, people, but people find it entertaining because they're paying the pay-per-view money for it. Now, um, mm-hmm. the fight wasn't cheap. I think the fight was like $40, 50 to watch it, and people tuned in. I don't know if it mm-hmm. was the the bonanza that everybody made, that, that Floyd and the Paul brothers making it out to be, because it was on Sunday. I mean, nobody's watching boxing on Sunday, mm-hmm. but um, people tuned in, so... I, I don't mm-hmm. think it cheapens. I don't think it cheapens either sport. I think it's it's just it's in the entertainment lane, and as long as you look at it like that, then it's fine. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm from the old school as well. You know, I grew up in the Mike Tyson era. You know, and I know of Ali and Frazier and. You know, Joe, all of those those icons. You know, that mm-hmm. was like true boxing. So I just feel that just just I, I I just feel that it just kind of cheapens that art. You know, and and a lot of people like Tyson. He grew up. That was his saving grace. You know, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that when you're chasing a dollar, just because mm-hmm. you have a have a following. I mm-hmm. just think it takes away from it, and that's just my opinion. You know, don't send me no emails, people. But, you know, I grew up in that era when true boxers, I mean, you had true heavyweights, you had true middleweights, you had true welterweights, you know, and they worked hard to get to those statuses. And I just yeah. think to think that it's, it's all about the dollar. Even money, even Floyd Mayfield, you know, he was back in those days. So I just, and then to hear his mm-hmm. comments afterwards, I don't know if you heard his comments about the house that a he goes to and a house a reporter goes to and your children can't go to school on a legacy. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't, I didn't hear but that. To hear those, yeah, that was making the rounds as well. It was like, you know, I'm in the ring, just give me your money and shut up, you know, pretty much. I'm just paraphrasing wow. it, but. If wow. I could find the link, because it was all over Twitter. Um, oh wow! The last couple of days, so you know that just kind of had make me pause and like, you know, where's the respect for the for the sport? This is my take on it, and and I'm not as avid of a a watcher as you are, so I was just wondering how you felt about it. Well, is I mean, honestly, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I actually, like I said. It came on Sunday. I actually didn't even watch the game. I, I didn't even watch the fight, honestly. I mean, I, I watched NBA basketball, and I totally forgot about the uh-huh. fight. I really did. Until uh-huh. Monday when my coworker uh-huh. asked me, and I was like, that was yesterday? That was yesterday? He was like, yeah, it was yesterday. So, you know, uh-huh. it started making me look at it, look at look for little things on the Internet about it, but I, right. that, that doesn't, that's not a, I'm not, I'm not. 
I mean, like I said, yeah, and you're not alone. If I had to, mm-hmm. if I had to pay for it, I would not pay for it. I put it that way. I would not waste right. my money paying for that. Mm-hmm. Right. And if Why I did, I wouldn't. After if what you said is true, then after Floyd Mayweather comments, if I did pay for it, I wouldn't pay for nothing. Much. I wouldn't pay for nothing else. Yeah, I'm gonna send that to you as soon as I get a chance. But you know, that made me feel even you know, more about, like, it's just about the dollar, you know? It's what about the respect of the in, of the boxing industry is what I'm kind of upset about. <laughs> Not upset, but yeah. I just, just I, 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 it leaves a bad yeah. taste in my mouth. Absolutely. I, I totally you understand know? that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to get that. And, I, I, you know, we touched on baseball a little bit last week, you know, because yeah. we rarely do that. And I got a lot of good feedback on uh, on that. So I just want to touch on that just a little bit more tonight, okay. you know, with regards to these new these new guidelines as far as the pitches and the stickiness. Have you heard? Mm-hmm. And what's your take on, you know, going forward about the the state of the pitching and Major League Baseball? I mean, well, there are only but so many pitches. So, you know, you, you, I, like I said, there's only but so many. So, you know, the new rules, I'm not really – what happened with the new rules? I, I, I'm not aware. Well, the new guidelines of pitching is that pitchers have been juicing the ball to increase the spin rate mm-hmm. of the ball when they throw it. So, you know, it still it still hasn't been put into definite writing, but it's going up against uh, the players' union in Major League Baseball – and umpires are going to be randomly inspecting the baseball, you know, and there's been a lot of um, back and forth, you know, yay and nay on it because, you know, we're not too far removed from the steroid era and and even more so not far removed from the Houston winning two championships based on cheating, you know. So how – and none of those players were fine. They still have their championship. So what is it doing mm-hmm. to the state of our pitching today? So, you know, that's just something to, to, to keep in mind. And I know the, one of the Yankee pitchers, Garrett Cole, you know, his mm-hmm. spin rate just so happened to drop right around the mentioning of this. So he's up to pitch this weekend. Really? So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be wow. interesting to see how pitching goes forward. But you know, I don't know what they're basing it on. Not every pitcher does that, but, you know, we'll mm-hmm. have see. Well, I have a question for you. Now, are they are mm-hmm. they specifically looking at spin of the pitch, or are they looking at the, the spitball component of it? They're looking at the, the, the spin of it, the rate of the spin. Okay. This, is, this is what I've been okay. trying to understand. So it increases apparently the stickiness where the pitchers have it on their person. Some people, mm-hmm. some pitchers have it on their neck. Some pitchers, pitchers mm-hmm. have it on the side of their pants, in their gloves, you know, on their cap, on their belt. Uh, so it just increases the rate. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they do the feel this is just my understanding. Yeah, that's oh. this is what is alleged. This is what oh, is alleged. Oh, so they doing the. So Phil Negro and uh, I remember um, Phil Negro and Gaylord Perry. 
or synonymous mm-hmm. with uh, using substances to get a, a better grip on the ball. And Bill Nico used to keep it on the bill of his cap. Right. And he did it when he was a Yankee, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't so, yeah, know okay, if that specifically is called what it, I don't I remember that, but I'm wondering if that's the same thing as that the sticky. All I know is that it's a sticky substance and it, have, it has a name to it. I just can't remember off the top of my head mm. what that particular name is called. But we know I'm okay. going to keep my eye out for that and report it okay. accordingly. Yes. You know, because that's what we do yes. here on that stat yes. board. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. And while yeah, we're talking about could... while we're talking about baseball, I just have one other comment to make because you know I'm a Yankee, mm-hmm. yeah. a Yankee, yeah. a Homer, and the course, Yankees are synonymous to baseball championships. You know, a lot of us expected this season from the Yankees. You know, not more so than every season, but more so this season. And it's amazing how they have dropped. Yes, I mean they have the worst offensive team in over 50 years. You know, they, mm-hmm. they got swept by the Boston Red Sox for the first time this past weekend in over 20 years. You know, that, that wow. hasn't happened in over 20 years. So it's just interesting to see, like, where this team is going to end up. They, I think they were, like, two games over 500. So we have our eyes on so, that as well, you know. Well, let me ask you a question. Are they depending on the long ball to make, or are they manufacturing runs? Well, see, the Yankees are playing off home runs. Aaron Judge is one of the brightest spots on the Yankee roster, other than our pitching. It's not our pitching. It's our it's our hitting or lack of hitting, you know. But out of all the players, Judge is playing the best. Sanchez is, hasn't shown up. Gary Sanchez hasn't shown up. We have injuries mm. in the lineup. So, you know, it's just it's really sad to see that the offense is based solely on home runs, you know. Mm. So it's, that's going to be another thing I'm going to be keeping my eye on in the baseball world. We try to give it all here on this chat for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, if, if okay. so, is there a there? I mean, what, what, do you think that the injuries playing that big of a role in their drop off? No, not necessarily. I mean, we, you know, like take um, the guy we just got from the Marlins, um, Carlos Stanton. Carlos Stanton. I always get his name mixed mm-hmm. up. He's he's practically a no show. You know, they play him. Every three games, you know, he was he, he had no hits this past weekend. You know, he hasn't wow. been the the player that we hoped that he would be. I mean, every time he gets up mm-hmm. to bat, he's booed by the home crowd. <laughs> oh my know. god! Oh my god! It's, it's, it's that bad, guys. It's that bad. The, the Yankee fans <laughs> are booing him at bat. That's bad. Wow! Oh, that is crazy. That's really bad. So that's yeah, just that's a little bad. sprinkling and a little taste of what's going on in the baseball world. You know, and I think they're playing the Twins. I think it's the Twins. 
I want to say it's a twin tonight, tomorrow, for the next couple of days. And they are in okay. last place. So I don't even know what to expect wow. coming out of this series, playing the, 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 the least winning team in the league. Anything yeah. can happen, guys. Anything. I agree. Yeah. You so know, you, we, can't, so you, can't just, talk, you can't just pick the dig on the beat. Exactly. Because you haven't shown that you can just mm-hmm. beat them. But I digress. You know, I was just feeling this, this baseball thing because I know we it's really talk about it. But I just want to make sure that we touched on on all the Absolutely. major leagues going on this, this, this weekend. Or not just this weekend, Absolutely. but, you know, at this time. Yeah, because there's also NHL hockey playoffs that started. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, people. I don't. I don't really understand hockey. I tried to watch it. <laughs> I don't really understand it. So if anybody would like to call in and kind of explain some things to me, I would. I would greatly appreciate it. I didn't really understand it. <laughs> well, I it's do kind know. Of hard to follow. I do know a little bit. I know I don't follow it as much, but I do. You know, I tie my ear to the ground. But I do know the Islanders are playing a game six. And if they don't win this game that they're playing, I think it's either tonight or tomorrow, their season is done. You know, this will be the last okay, so time they that they three, play two. in front of and that's our Coliseum. Oh, so they build a new arena for them? Right. Wow. Yes. Where did they put it at? They, 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 it's in the same area. So I know that they are, uh, their backs are against, I won't say the wall, I'm going to say their backs are against the ice. How's that? <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. So maybe you'll get a chance to look at the new arena. Wow. Yeah, see, I'm oh, not okay. a hockey fan, so I just follow it and try to, you know, report the news. I feel you. But it's a new, you know, mm-hmm. the Nassau Coliseum going down, that's a big deal because I remember, you know, hearing about that for years. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's like right there in my neighborhood, so. But it's interesting. Oh, wow. So the, but, Jazz, I want to get so the new one get, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So I want to say they, they rebuilt it. Yeah, I want to say they, re, they, they rebuilt it. I just have to let me see. I, don't, I want to say they rebuilt it. Okay. Nassau Coliseum. I know they did work because they were at one for a season, they played in Brooklyn at the Barclays. Oh, wow. You know? Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, they played. They, that's where their home games were played while the Nassau Coliseum oh, wow. was getting worked on. So it's refurbished. So it is in the same area. Hmm? So it's refurbished, or it's a whole new. So is it refurbished, or is it a whole new arena? That I don't know, but I do know they are playing there. That I think it's this. This is okay. if not. If I'm not mistaken. This is their first full season. The new arena, you know, oh, it just didn't okay. work out at the Barclays because the Barclays is not built to be no. hockey, for a hockey yeah. game. No. You know, so there, that, there was a lot of game. issues with that, right? So I know they would. I want to say they played their two seasons while they worked okay. on the Coliseum, but they are they are mm-hmm. definitely back in Uniondale here on Long Island. Okay, cool, excellent. Mhm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. But, Jazz, you know, we touched, before we left last week, we touched on the Julio Jones issue. Mm-hmm. And that last time we talked at the show, he hadn't been traded, but things have happened since. So you want of to bring course. us up to par on what the Julio Jones saga? 
Well, I mean, there's no saga anymore. Uh, Julio Jones was traded on Sunday night uh, mm-hmm. to the Tennessee Titans. Julio Jones and a six-round pick was traded to the Tennessee Titans for a second round and a fourth round pick uh, next year. I think they might have split it. I think the second round pick is next year and the fourth round pick is the year after. I'm not sure. But it's a two and a four, nevertheless. Um, so, I mean, it's a good deal for, I mean, I think it's a good deal for Atlanta. I mean, you got back a two and a four. We talked about it on Tuesday. You're not getting a number one. Right. You will hope to get a two and a three. They got a two and a four. They should be happy. Now, they also had to give up the number six. But, again, you gave mm-hmm. up you gave up a 10-year veteran who has some, you know, he hasn't played a full 16 in three years. And you mm-hmm. traded him with a number six, and you got back a two and a four. I mean, I think it's a good deal. Anybody who says they should have got a number one, a first-round draft pick, uh, you wasn't getting the first round draft pick for Julio Jones, not at this stage of his career. What were you thinking? Right. I thought it was interesting, um, and I didn't think they were going to get a one either, you know, but I just want to know, do you feel that this changes the playing field for the Titans? You know, are they in the conversation? You know, a lot of things have been happening in the in the off season. How do you see them performing next year with the acquisition of Julio Jones? Tennessee. I mean, uh-huh. I, I like the chances. You're talking about Tennessee, right? Yes. I mean, I like their chances. I mean, they 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 lost Corey Davis to the Giants, so right. you lose Corey Davis, but you're replacing Corey Davis with Julio Jones. Now, Julio Jones is also in the last year of his deal, so I'm assuming that Tennessee has given him some assurances that they will re-sign him. I mean, so we'll see how that plays out. Or Tennessee could let him play out and then not re-sign him. And just let him become a free agent. And just let him become a free agent at the end of next year. Just play so, one season. Excuse me. Yeah, just play one season with Tennessee. It's a contract. If you do well, you get a big deal somewhere else because Tennessee doesn't have a whole lot of cap room. They're paying Henry. They're playing Tannehill. They went. They they got to pay AJ Brown. You don't really have this. The salary cap is only so forgiving. So I I fully I don't know if they'll be able to resign him. But again, you gave up a two and a four, and. You know, Tennessee, and all, for all intents and purposes, is built to win now, not later. Mm-hmm. It's built mm-hmm. to win now. So, Trey and Julio Jones shows their fan base. We are trying to win now. So, like okay. I said, I think that I think that they win their division. I mean, I think they make the playoffs. Let me put it that way. Because uh, you know, mm-hmm. winning the division, you know. Depending, you know, sometimes, you know, things got happen and, you know, teams get hot. But I think they should make the playoff, absolutely. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that That's they're... what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that's what I was thinking. You know, wherever Julio Jones landed, I thought that they would definitely be in, in the playoff talks. But I just want to reiterate, I think Corey Davis went to the Jets, not the Giants, oh, um, if I'm not the mistaken. But, there you um, go. The Jets. I think, okay. went to, I think he went to the Jets and not the Giants, you know. Okay. But um, I just want that to say sense. that isn't wasn't, – yeah, wasn't – wasn't like um, Corey Davis like homegrown. I mean, he's a younger player. You know, I know he has some issues. I think he has some issues with his shoulder. I'm not. I, I can't. I I didn't watch a lot of Tennessee football, so I don't really know. But I mean, it's Corey Davis did well last year. I mean, it was a contract year. He did well. I mean, he he mm-hmm. him getting the contract from the Jets definitely made sense because you know again. They just need a wide receiver. So, right. you you know, Corey Davis did well last year. I mean, but he did have A.J. Brown on the other side. So, we'll see if mm-hmm. he can continue that production having Rob, Robbie Anderson on the other side. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I will say this. I do like the fact that they – that, that, that um, Tennessee – decided that they're going to go, I hate to use the term all in, but they Mm -hmm. decided that we're going to, we're going to replace Corey Davis. And if Julio Jones is anywhere near the player he was the last couple of years, if healthy, we could really do some things. So, Hmm. Only problem I have is Tannen Hill is not great at throwing the ball downfield. That's my only question about it. Mm-hmm. But hmm. I think that Tennessee definitely graded up at wide receiver by trading for Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay. going to be interesting. I mean, it's getting closer and closer to, uh, I think, August, September, when NFL, I mean, it seems like they never go out of the discussion, even in the offseason. But, um, you know, who knows how much more moves are going to be made this offseason. Well, so that's, that's, uh, that's a good thing. I, what you I think? mean, now that, now, that, now, that, now that July 1st is happy, I don't, I think at this point, I think you won't see as many moves now. You'll probably see. Mm-hmm. You'll probably start to see more moves once preseason starts. Mm-hmm. You'll start seeing, you know, because see, some guys are not. Some guys are still out there, but teams don't know how their team is gonna, how their team is, how their team is formatted right now. So you got some teams who are like, okay, we're gonna start my man, and then he gets hurt. Now all of a sudden you go on free agency and pick up Villanueva or, you know, the mm-hmm. safety or whoever. Richard Sherman is out there. You know, a cornerback goes down. Next thing you know, you're pulling in Richard Sherman. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think that happens once free agency, once uh, preseason starts. Right now, I think teams right now are just trying to solidify their roster and trying to figure out who they're going to keep and who they're going to cut. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of players being out there, you know, I was watching um, 
I was watching a Jets or some news station, and they were talking about a former Giants player who wants to get back into the game, but not as the position that he retired from. And from some reason, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but he wants to come back into the game, and it's been almost 10 years since he played. So oh, my God. The reporter asked him his chances. You know, he said, I'm just going to leave that to my agent. But he, I think he played an offensive position, and he wants to come back as a corner, as a defensive player. So that okay. is going to be interesting. I got, I'm got. i going to, you know, follow that. I don't know how many times that has happened in football history, but. Uh, yeah, I would think very rarely. Most players yeah, don't come back after 10 years on the, the play. Yeah. Especially on the yeah. other side as well. Yeah, that that, that I don't yeah, think that happens too all. I would like to, yeah, yeah I, I definitely want to try to keep track of that. Yeah, it's a former Giants player. Mm-hmm. So, so is that, he on anybody's roster? No, he's not. He's actually um, a coach. You know, I think he's down in Florida. He's a coach right now? For like, um, for kids. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I got you. So, come, yeah, okay, he, so he come, wants to return to NFL. He wants to try to get a roster spot. So, he'll do some tryouts and da da da. Okay. Well, he'll get a tryout. Brandon Jacobs. Um, that's, yeah. that's his name. Brandon Jacobs. That's who it was. He, he won two Super Bowls with the Giants. Yes, that's oh, wow. he, he was a yeah, former running back. Yeah, yeah, that, that's <laughs> gonna be it. Yeah, that he gonna play corner. Yeah, yeah I would he like wants to, to come yeah, back. Yeah. And... I don't. I <laughs> don't know if that's gonna as, happen. I'm sorry, as a de- as a defensive end, that's what he wants to do. Well, that makes more so that's sense. Gonna be I was about to say he was he was a big boy. He was a big boy a running back. So. <laughs> uh, that should be interesting. I'm, I'm as a DN. He's short. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. then, you know, most and DNs are kind of tall, right? Okay, and they're kind okay. as well. Well, defensive ends are paid. But I think it's so. inspired. I know, but I think it's inspired by this whole Tim Tebow. You know, I mean, he never seems to leave the NFL. And I think that kind of inspires, you know, players that have been out of the game. Well, if Tebow can do it, mm-hmm. why can't I? Well, Tim, well, well, what Tebow is you know, we never anything. touched on that. <laughs> He's taken up a place where, the, you know, it could be needed yeah, for a current player. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. But... He hasn't done anything. Let's not, let's not yeah. act like he's actually caught. He hasn't, done, he hasn't caught a pass. He hasn't went to a practice yet. He hasn't done anything. And he's not even coming back as a as a um, quarterback. Well, he shouldn't. That would just be <laughs> that, that would that just would be smart. I mean, everybody say he That's should have been a tight end right? from the start. So, I mean, if he's going to play tight end, the only the only coach that could possibly the only coach that could possibly convince him to play tight end would be Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm and hearing. And I still believe it. And I think that the only reason why Urban is doing it because I think it's more of a publicity stunt than anything else. Because I don't think he's going to actually get him games or catch passes. I'm sorry. I don't know. I have to believe it. 
I just don't. I just think that he's going to be. He's going to keep his shirt off, and he's going to look great for the camera. For the camera, remember, and his people follow us. Yeah, because remember last year, he worked for the SEC network as a announcer. Exactly. And then the year before well, that, you he know, was he, dabbling in baseball, you know. Well, that was again. That was a publicity stunt. I mean, you know. Uh, did he? Did he even? He didn't even make it. He, he made it to Double A as far as he made. It. And I give him props. Did he actually mm-hmm. put in the work and rode the bus and all that? But then after a couple <laughs> years, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go make some money being an announcer because I'm Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. So you know that I, makes sense. I think he's always got to be making some money somewhere. Well, I really yeah. do. People like Tim Tebow, so money's not going to be a problem for Tim Tebow. But the first Not time, he'll be and he'll be a blocking tight end. He'll block. I I just can't see him catching mm-hmm. passes. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, catching Once I mm-hmm. see it, then I'll believe it. But right now, I just don't see it. Seeing, in other words. <laughs> yes, definitely. To be seen, in other words. Yes. yes. So, Jess, let's get on to the topic of why you should have been locked out of the. Studio. Let's talk about the NBA playoffs. How do you feel well, about the standings as they are now? I mean, we've had some eliminations, my guys included. We have some upsets. You know, this past thanks, season. Thanks for being nice for including your guys included in the. the, the <laughs> thank you for you know yeah, putting guys, that out there. Thanks. Really, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, uh, I what do does. I think about I, I, the elimination? I got my I think that, pads on. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. I mean, I think that the Lakers were, I mean, I know people say that Anthony Davis is soft and that a die and all of that, but I really believe that the Lakers mm-hmm. didn't really, did, I don't think that they, this year, unlike last year, you know, if you can't just cut it on and cut it off. You can't be out 40 games mm-hmm. and you just come back thinking everybody's going to be intimidated by you. Mm-hmm. If the Suns didn't have Chris Paul, it would have been – it might have been different. But I'm pretty sure Chris right. Paul was telling them cats in the locker room, them old motherfuckers ain't beating us, dude. We're gonna run them old we're gonna run them old asses up and down the court exactly what they did. Mhm. I so, agree. And plus, on top of that, you know, LeBron wasn't even a hundred percent. I think it would have been a little bit a a little bit more of a competitiveness if he was wasn't hurt. So he felt that he had to carry I mean, you know, we, I talk about it all the time, Jazz. Anthony Davis cannot stay healthy for a full season. And when they need him most at this time. Well, I will say, remember, last year, last year he stayed relatively healthy. That was the key to the trade. Everybody kept saying, it's not Anthony Davis' talent. He's like, I mean, I hate to say it. Anthony Davis reminds me kind of like Chris Paul. You know, in the playoffs, Chris Paul going to get hurt. 
I was just surprised he ain't hurt. Remember, he went out of game, I think it was four or whatever, when he got hurt. He came back in game five, which was totally surprised because usually when Chris Paul go out, he out for the rest of the, rest of the playoffs. But Anthony Davis really right. should be healthy last year. And they won. But like everybody kept saying after they won, can you get two years of Anthony Davis being relatively healthy? And we now know that that's the, no, you can't. Okay, Dad. But I want to just say this. Last year, because of COVID, they didn't play ball for four months. You have mm-hmm. to factor that mm-hmm. in, in as well. Yes. And I looked it yes. up, and I don't, I don't see where he has had a full injury-free season. I mean, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I could not. I, I could have not found it, but I don't see it. You know, and and no, and the no. acquisition of Andre was it Drummond? Yeah. Well, I don't see what role. <laughs> I mean, I think he hindered them more than helped them. Well, don't get me wrong. Andre, uh, Andre, sorry, I'm about to call him Andre Iguodala. Andre Drummond (laughs) is not, he's seven foot, and I always say this. You can't, seven foot is seven foot. I don't care what the skill set is. If he's seven foot, he's seven foot. The only thing about uh, Drummond is Drummond can't move his feet. He has right. bristle feet. So when you put him in pick and roll, you automatically end up with a mismatch that favors the guard. So mm-hmm. when Anthony Davis first came, they figured when, when Drummond first came, they figured when Davis come back, Davis would play the five or Drummond to play the five, Davis would play the four, five, LeBron yeah. to play the three. Four. It would go big. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you play the Suns, we'll just go big. Because cause the, the biggest man, they got, they got eight and they got Crowder. So mm-hmm. we'll just go big and pound him inside. Except, mm-hmm. as you saw, Drummond barely got off the bench because they started, they played, uh, who they play? Um, the other center. Um, they played Gasol. They played. Um, yeah, they played Gasol. Who else they played? Mm-hmm. So my thing is. But Jazz. It's a damn shame when. You're Andre Drummond, and come playoff time, they're going to play nothing against Mark Gasol. But they play Mark Gasol instead of playing you. That's very telling. <laughs> very telling. So Very telling. But, you know, so, but it just goes to show you. That's terrible. Real talk. But even when he was playing, Jazz, even when he was playing – you know, he kind of clogged up the lane. You know, he kind of mm-hmm. made the team stagnant. You know, and they they didn't really face the court, you know, to their mm-hmm. advantage. And, and that's just due to one play. And I think that played a role in the Lakers sitting him as much as they did as well, you know. Absolutely. 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 Without so, a doubt. You know, I, I, and also, you know, but. They just didn't have the same energy that they had last year because they got they pretty much got rid of the whole squad that that got them to but, but like you said, last season. It helped by having four months off. <laughs> right. It was like a mid season timeout. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, and if everything you're older on team, yeah, if you're older team, you got four months off. She, when we come back, <laughs> we we yeah, brand new again. We fresh, right? Injury so, yeah, free, no injuries. That helped a lot. But I got mm-hmm. a question for you. Okay. Should Portland? Is it time for Portland to rebuild? I think so. You know, I think, speaking of that, Dad, I think a lot of things are going to be addressed for those teams that are no longer playing. And I think Portland is right there as well, you know, because a lot of things were expected of some teams. And also that kind of opens up the West, which I want to talk to you about a little bit later. But there's a lot, there's quite a few, I won't say a lot, but there's quite a few disgruntled players at this point. You know, and I I think that um, Portland has one or two. Oh, well, so I think uh, let, 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 let me let me see this about Portland. Um, because they're gonna have a they ha, they ha, they're gonna have a lot of player movement soon. Because you have some unrestricted free agents, you have some restricted free agents. I mean, Dame Dame got mm-hmm. four years, one ninety six still left on his deal. McCullough got three years, hundred million left on his deal. Everybody, any team mm-hmm. would would want to have Dame. You can get oh, yeah. minimum. You can get minimum three number ones for Dame. Mm-hmm. But if you do that, then who's the face of your franchise? McCullough, Kyle, Nurkic, not Nurk, you know Nurkic. You don't, you don't have a face. So not at I don't all. think that they'll, tra- I don't think that they'll trade Dame, but I think that you have to find a trade partner for McCollum. McCollum got to go. And what you need to do, and I'm gonna go a step further because I know you probably heard that a hundred times. But here's the difference: mm-hmm. what they need to do is when they trade McCollum. They need to get back a small forward with size. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you if if they resign power, then that means that you're going over the luxury cap. If you if you resign power, if you get Powell a new deal, and you got to give Nurkic a new deal because you need a big man in the West. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You, mm-hmm. you you need a you need a you need a you need and I, I hate to say this and I know it's it's really easy to say and hard to get but you need a you need a you need somebody with size that can score like a Tobias Harris. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I mean I I wouldn't say Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler is more of a two for me. I think that you need a you need a small forward that can score. Consistently, mm-hmm. I mean, even if you want to go with a Paul George, I, I even go with that. You know, you need a guy who who can who can take some of the pressure off of Dame, but you don't need another guard because Dame is Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So you notice all the guards who are dynamic scoring guards. The the point guard is usually somebody like a Rondo, uh, a Connolly, right? A older cat 
who don't need to take shots. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring the ball up. I'm Just gonna leading out there. Be that and leader. And you're going to do your thing. Yes. Right. That's what they need. But you don't need mm-hmm. in my world. But what do you think? Let me ask you that. I think, you know, I don't know if you, I know you don't do social media, but after the loss, after the um, the loss, Portland's loss, you know, they mm-hmm. tweeted or posted a tweet, like, you know, pretty much what is, what is, how long should I stay loyal? So that just mm-hmm. gave me pause to wonder, you know, is he at a point where he wants out? Because he definitely needs some help around him. And like you say, you know, I don't know where – do you feel that Nurtrick showed up in these playoffs? Do you feel that something that he played, that he showed up and played? You I know, mean, he, I, like you said, you I, have C.J. McCollum, you know, Norman Powell. But I mean, I think what are you going to do? You're doing the same old thing year in and year out. Yes, absolutely. And see, here's the thing. I think that they would have did better. None against Norman Powell because I like Powell. I like I like Norman Powell. I think he's a he's a great mm-hmm. player, dynamic player. He's a good player. I ain't gonna say great, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. But what they should have done is oh shit. Oh shit. The Embiid is getting Embiid just got thrown out the game. <laughs> oh shit. Really? Did he just get thrown out the game? Oh shit. I know. I oh, just looked at the score they were winning. Uh, that was just a few okay, minutes ago. Okay, offensive foul. Okay. Oh, wow. Gallinari bumps him, and B pushes him in the back. Wow. Oh, like wow. too. Wow. Wow. Well, we have 10 more minutes to this show, and then I'm going to start so tuning anyway. in and getting so, caught up. But <laughs> Well, okay, you, you said that. That's a series. You said that um there were – Players that were disgruntled. Were you talking about any right. players in particular? You know, like Damian and um, Donovan, and there was a few that I had heard. You know, some people and some people were indicating that there may be some trades in the making, even though they're on the contract. But I don't think this year. For those looking for those superstars, I don't think this summer is the summer to be looking. I I understand it's next summer, you know, but are you going to be willing to give up the farm for these players? Because you would, like you said, you Mm -hmm. would have to give up at least players like Jane Miller. Easy. Yeah, easy. Easily, right? Yeah, easy. I mean, you you, you got to look at what, think about it. You saw what the Nets gave up for James Harden. Exactly. So imagine the farm and then some. So imagine what you have to give up to get Dame, who is, in my opinion, more dynamic than James Harden. Mm, I can't even imagine. I, you know what? Here's the ironic part, people, and I never, ever make notes. But I made a note, mm-hmm. and how ironic that I still have the note on my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. What did it say? Gave up four draft swaps 
and three number one draft picks mm. for James Harden. That's not including the, the players that they traded to Houston and to the Pacers. Remember, they gave up Levert and the second round pick to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. So they gave up a whole – they gave up. And remember, here's the funniest part. If you notice, every trade now, every NBA trade now involves mm-hmm. the draft swaps. Everybody wants the draft swaps now. And remember, mm-hmm. Boston started that with the KG trade. Right. So remember that with the DePaul Pierce. Kevin Garnett trade. Bought and, mm-hmm. and Boston took those draft swaps and turned those draft swaps into Jalen Brown and a couple of and, and uh one and a couple of other cats that are still with the Boston now. So everybody But you know Dad, speaking of that. Now. Right. And speaking of that, the Nets are only just now if they are getting out you know, from under the those the draft up yes. the picks that they gave up to Boston. Oh, they, they, yeah, they just got back. Effect. Yeah, so they, think about it. They just got the picks back. They just got the picks back, and then you traded more picks away <laughs> to get another oh, agency for Harden, <laughs> yeah. who was out of the playoffs with a hamstring. How ironic! That's it. That you don't even need. You're beating teams by 50 points. Can you believe that game? Is is yo, it watchable to you? Yo, that, that game was just ridiculous, man. And here's my thing about it. Here's was, my thing about that. Was, I know we got a few minutes left. Watch. Dude, Milwaukee was down 27 points. You go into halftime, and you come out and do the same exact shit. You make no adjustments. No adjustment. None. None. Even Charles Barkley was like, yo, y'all got to do something. Y'all, y'all down 27, and they're not even – and James mm. Harden's not even playing. Imagine exactly. Harden playing. He doesn't have to play but, this series. <laughs> but you know what? I think part of that is when, when, when James Harden went down, sometimes mm-hmm. star, star players go down. You get a little, you get a little overconfident. Mm-hmm. They they probably got a little overconfident. You know, no James Harden. That means we just got to deal with Kyrie, uh, Durant, and Blake Griffin. I think we got that. Mm-hmm. And they got mm-hmm. their ass handed to them. So hopefully oh, going man, home. Big time. Yeah, hopefully when they go home, they will handle their business and come back to Brooklyn, tied two two. Because if they lose, mm-hmm. if they split, in, if they split in Milwaukee, series over. You know what? I, I don't know, Jazz. I, I don't know if they can come back those two games. I mean, just watching their body language, you know, their mm-hmm. spirit. It was like just watching them these two games kind of left a taste in my mouth. If this goes five, I'd be surprised. You know, wow. I mean, I know Boston won one of those games. But uh-huh. he had this star had to put up fifty points in order to yeah, win that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tatum, yeah, Tatum beats it. You know, I I don't know, mm-hmm. and, and Durant, 
Durant is just a pure shooter. Just a, he's just pure. He's a slim reaper, man, you know. <laughs> he's a, he's and Kyrie a, just gets anywhere he he Kyrie gets anywhere he wants on the court. You know, there's just no stop. Well, it's him. ironic so, cuz the passion the passion in your the passion in your voice. I would think you were uh-huh. talking about the Knicks. <laughs> no, I'm just giving them props. Just point you, know, that out. you you can't point that help out. but yeah, I'm sure you found that this this hilarious. Mm. That's hilarious. But I'm just saying, I just kind of expected more out of Milwaukee, though. I really did. I thought that there was going to be a competitive game. I just thought Look, I, I be- just thought that we would see more out of it. I I bet on Milwaukee, and again, you still betting on them? I I do not I do not condone betting a gambling of any way, shape, or form. Please. Do not gamble. It's not good for you. And if you have a gambling addiction, you should call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, that I've said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I bet on Milwaukee, and I bet on Atlanta. So, maybe I'll I can break see. even. Atlanta's going to be down, too. And they had a shitty first half. They so, did. They'll be down, too. You know, before we get out of here, let's, let's, let's talk about these Hawks. You know, because they 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 are the team to to hate these days. Wow, why, why do, do you feel? Hate why mm. do you feel that Trey Young has not been able to be stopped? Why do you feel that these coaches haven't been able to not allow him to get to where he wants on the court? It's a it's, it's a, it amazes me. He is so annoying. <laughs> I know that's the home team, but oh my goodness! I was listening to all boys pundits all weekend, and some of them said, "Why don't you got six fouls to use? Use them." That's what I was saying. <laughs> I just had to get that out, guys. I had okay. The lady just told me we have ninety seconds left to the show, but this is my take. I'm, I let me get my pundit and my, okay, my rant yes, out. Please, please, please. Use yes. those six files to stop him. Don't let him get anywhere he wants. He is like a little gnat. <laughs> For those Hawks hawk fans out there, yeah, I said it. Y'all can send me your email. He's a little gnat. You just want to pluck. <laughs> and now we only have 60 seconds to respond. <laughs> I don't, I don't, look, I, you got 60 seconds to get to your rant, baby girl. Look, you need to get that out. You, it's okay. Oh, man, I mean, I've been after, it in. <laughs> it's okay, because, I mean, between, you know, you, Spike Lee, I told you, Spike Lee make me people play better. Uh, my only thing is, my, my, question, my question to you is, how did you feel as a Knicks fan, true Knicks fan, how did you feel uh-huh. about Spike Lee? Walking out like he was going to leave early, and then oh, after man. Reggie he, Miller shamed him, he came back. How you called him about out? That? Called him out. That Reggie Miller was right. How are you going to walk out on your team? We got to take it just like the players. Okay, lady, we got ten seconds, but we got to for those that are two, you know, we got to take it just like our players on the court. Take it to the yeah. to the last buzzer. You don't walk out on them. It's not like they did. Yeah. Look where they are. No one expected them to be at that at the full position playing in the playoffs. Wow. Court advantage, so, no less. 
So you do agree that Reggie Miller shamed him, and that's why he came back. I I don't know how he knew Reggie Miller shamed him unless uh, he was listening. Oh, somebody told him. Somebody told him. Somebody told him, right? Somebody told him. I can can guarantee you somebody told him. Because he had his bag and everything, Jazz. He had a bag and jacket on. He was ready to go. He leaving. He leaving. Yeah. Somebody told that, him your Reggie Miller talking mad shit about you, girl. Talking about you leaving and shit. All right. Oh, fuck that. I can't, you know I can't let Reggie history. get that. I can't let you Reggie know they got get history. that. Right. No, Reggie said that. He That's was like, right. yeah, the only reason why Spike came back is because I was shitting on him. That's the only reason why. Pretty much. I believe it. I believe somebody oh, I got in his ear. Oh, I'm, oh I'm pretty sure somebody, somebody in his circle was listening to the broadcast. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee. And that. you know, I I I have to agree with that because I was wondering why did he come back? Because Reggie was shitting on him. That's why. <laughs> Reggie said that he said, "Yo, he came back because I was talking shit about him." There were the fans, and I could believe that. Yes, I could believe that I absolutely believe without a shadow of a doubt. I believe that. I believe it too, guys. I'm right there with you. Right there with you. So we are out of time. We hope you guys have enjoyed our show this evening. Sprinkle with a little passion here and there. <laughs> but that's how we absolutely, do it. Absolutely. 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 We wanna we wanna thank you guys for tuning in. Now Des and I will be off next week, so yes. you can always listen to our playbacks. Daz, our playbacks are getting a lot of ears. You know, we have listeners as far as Russia, China, everywhere. They, they, they're oh, all over shit. the country listening to our show. Ooh, our I, like, I like, I like, I like, I like, I like. Word. Well, uh, I'll make sure to Kenichiwa. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I know that from the Wu-Tang thing, you know. Uh, I had some Russian, but give me a couple weeks, I had some Russian too, word. Yeah, we have. We're listening to literally all over the world, and I know our, our replays are up in Russia. Alicia told me that, and and China, and they're all over. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Absolutely. If you don't know when you may listen welcome. to our show. Congratulations! We, welcome, welcome to the show, Real Talk. Absolutely. So we want to thank you guys, and Jazz. You enjoy the time off. We will be back here in a couple of weeks. Oh That's yeah, so no nice. doubt. No doubt. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see you some. Y'all, I'm gonna see you some. I'm gonna see you some flicks. I want to see you some flicks so you could, you could, you know. Y'all know by now. I don't do social media, but Miss Tony gonna have some flicks for next week. Word up. She gonna put them online. <laughs> put them online, and between this and I, we'll get them out there. And I'm gonna send you yeah, that so uh, money. Come on, we have a video that he put out. You know, telling his, yeah, his, his winnings. That's yeah, not a good look for him. That's not a good look. Yeah, not surprised. <laughs> not at all. So I'm gonna go catch the rest of this this game. We hope you guys have a great oh, yeah, no doubt. rest of your week. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning all in. Right. Have a good night. Good night. Yeah. Good night. Smooth with a bang. Can't do much about you, babe. About you, won't, you won't you stay? Won't you stay? I've 
Come get the business. Yeah. 